This podcast is brought to you by JAM, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Hello and welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. I'm Allie, the owner of Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. I'm Carrie, one of the co-owners of the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont. I'm Emma, one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. And I'm Sam, the other co-owner of the Norwich Bookstore. If you're a recurring listener, you know we answer questions from listeners. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or use your preferred social media method to reach any of these three amazing bookstores. We do our best to answer all questions in future episodes. And with that, we jump into today's recommendations. This question is from Cindy via email, and it might be vying for the longest question we've had. I feel like we had one that was a slightly longer in a previous episode, but we're getting close here. Cindy says, I am always looking for books to read. They can be romantic, in parentheses she writes, but not mushy, suspenseful, in parentheses, but not scary, historical, in parentheses, but not boring, and preferably available on audio. My last, and in quotes, must have in a book is that it must end happily. I do not want to cry at the end of a book. I can get that from watching the news. I think we can all relate to that last part of that question really well now. So, and with that, that is our question. Cindy is looking for good books that are romantic but not mushy, suspenseful but not scary, historical but not boring, available on audio, and that have a happy ending. Who wants to tackle that first? So I'm going to cheat and recommend a book that I've already recommended to my mom. I will say not Has to... Has she read it yet? No. I recommended it to her literally this morning. Not to like blow up anyone's spot, but my mom also doesn't really like magic, which as you might imagine... Is hard for me. (laughs) But fortunately, I have recently had a lot of trouble reading anything that isn't a romance. So yes, the last maybe eight books I've read I have listened to, and they were all romances. So I am recommending The Bodyguard by Catherine Center, which came out pretty recently, and I found out about via Instagram from a bookstore called The Novel Neighbor. Had a very intriguing video of another bookseller recommending this book. Downloaded it, started listening to it, loved it. It was so good. Romance novel, but more of a rom-com, not a lot of very good for people who aren't really into like the sex part of romances. It follows a executive protection agent, aka a bodyguard, who has to be the bodyguard of an extremely famous and well-known actor who is also gorgeous. He is traveling back home to Texas to be with his mother, who is recovering from cancer. Because she is recovering from cancer, he does not want him, her to know that he is a stalker and thus kind of needs a executive protection agent. So she has to pose as his girlfriend. Hi, Jinx and Sue. Imagine how this will go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, the thing I love about romance novels is you always know how they're going to end. They're going to end happily. But my favorite romance novels throw something in there where I know how it's going to end, but I don't know how they're actually going to get there. And this is definitely one of those. It's very funny. It's very sweet. And I really enjoyed 
especially the scene where she is trying to convince this guy that she is a bodyguard because she is a woman and short in stature and he doesn't believe her and she flips him on his back and he responds to it by laughing out loud and saying you're hired so highly recommend the bodyguard by Catherine center I can go. Go, Carrie. <laughs> Although, as you were reading the question, I realized I don't know that this one has a happy ending. I'm sorry. I feel like I was angry at the end of this book. I'm so sorry, Cindy. I can never remember how a book ends. So I I was, I was a little miffed at Cindy for making me know that it has a happy ending. <laughs> well, if we could throw it back and be like, everyone might have a different definition of what happy is. I, I don't know yeah. if that's true. I'm just trying. <laughs> there could be like a sad ending that's really satisfying that you are then happy at. There you go. Yeah. Satisfying, I think, falls in the happy realm. Because yeah. I don't feel satisfied necessarily after I read the news or, look, or watch mm. the news. So my recommendation does involve murder, but it says it in the title, so it's okay. My Sister the Serial Killer by Oyinkan Braithwaite. This book came out years ago now and I was a little late to the game because I didn't read thrillers at that point and what I loved about it was it was really short when it came out in hardcover it was like this cute little tiny mini hardcover and when you opened it up like the the margins on the pages were really big like it wasn't gonna be like a slog to get through this book and it's definitely not this is like the definition of a page turner I don't read books in one day this is the only book I have ever read in a day it's fantastic The main character is a nurse, and she does have a bit of a romantic attraction to the doctor that she works for, but it is not necessarily reciprocated, and she's just a hard worker and, you know, goes to work and does her thing. Her sister is like this knockout, gorgeous woman who gets all these boyfriends who then end up dead. I think the book actually opens with the main character receiving a phone call from her sister saying, hey, I need your help cleaning this up. So... There's murder. It's not a spoiler. This is part of the plot. The story itself is actually more about the relationship between the two sisters. And I loved it. I mean, it just, there is not an an extra word in this book. It is very to the point. It's very sparse text, but you can see the landscape perfectly. I'm trying to remember where this is set. Nigeria. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, I mean, you can see the the landscape of Nigeria and the houses that they're in and the hospital that they're in and everything incredibly well in such little text. It's just an absolute delight. And the relationship between these two sisters is really interesting. I don't have a sister myself, but I have brothers and I cannot imagine what I would do if, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if one of them called me and said they needed help cleaning something up. She has three sisters, so yeah, she'll know. Yes. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, you know. But it, it was a, a really enjoyable read. I do think I was kind of mad at the ending because it didn't end the way that I wanted it mm-hmm. to. But that doesn't mean it won't end the way that you want it to. So you should still read it. <laughs> <laughs> and then complain if yeah. you don't like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, to your daughter. <laughs> I have another sister book. Oh, there we go. Um, go, Allie. So I want to talk about The Den by Abby Maxwell. Listening to Lisa read the description. So we had, what did we have? We had romantic but not mushy. Right. Okay, check. Um, Suspenseful but not scary. Check. 
and historical, but not boring. Check. Well, okay, so I to think clarify, I, I don't think it needed to be all those things. I know things. it didn't need to, but then I got excited. <laughs> <laughs> the Den, as I said, is a sister story. It's about two pairs of sisters, one living in, I want to say, the 90s, 80s. 1990s, 80s, somewhere around there, um, and then another back in the 1800s. And both of these sisters live with their families in the same house, and in, actually one of the sisters from the earlier pair does. But in both of these stories, one of the sisters ends up separated from the other sister by their choice. And the reason is different for both sets of sisters, but it ends up having to do with femininity and shame and what society expects from women. So I'm back on that today. It had a, in the, on the flap, the jacket copy mentions Echoes of the Scarlet Letter. And fun fact about me, the Scarlet Letter is my favorite classic. Um, I love that. Is it your favorite classic too? No, but I really like it. It's, just, it's such it's, an interesting choice. I love Puritans. I'm fascinated by Puritans. Puritans and nuns. I don't <laughs> understand it with the nuns as much, but I can appreciate it because that's how I feel about Puritans. There are no Puritans in this book, but really what is New England but the ghost of the Puritans. So anyways, they it jumps back and forth between the two time periods. There's this legend that the two uh, sisters in the newer timeline discover that also ties into the older timeline. And it's just really beautifully written. It's also a New Hampshire author, so little bonus for that. And I just remember being like so captivated by this. I did have to double check the ending. I read the last like paragraph and it didn't seem sad, but I can't 100% promise that. <laughs> I did want to mention one other because I, I think you would like this, Cindy, but I don't know if it's like your kind of book. When I was reading the description of what you're looking for, I in my mind I have this genre called pleasant books. <laughs> and it felt like you were looking for a pleasant book. And the author who is just the prototypical example of a pleasant book in my mind is Fiona Davis. So she writes mysteries or intriguing novels set in typically 20th century New York with a historical focus. The Dollhouse is the first one that I read of her and it is about a woman who's going to secretarial school, ends up living in the Barbizon with all of these models and then intrigue happens. And I think that I think she'd like. She Fiona actually Davis. just read the book. The was it called? The Barbizon, the book that just came out. Yeah, Cindy, please read the Dollhouse. Okay, Sam, sorry. I got this question without the name attached to it, so I, I didn't realize that uh, you know I may have recommended these books before. I don't know, but we're just gonna roll with it. It's it's live. It's uh, it's uh, radio. It's it's crazy. We're just gonna go. Let's see. One of my favorite books that that checks a lot of these boxes is a wonderful, joyful, funny, somewhat aimless novel called The Idiot by Elif Bachman. Uh, this book came out oh, five or six years ago, so it is now uh, well out in paperback. And this book is just an absolute delight, but also has significant substance to it. It's got meat on the bones. It's 1996. Our protagonist is 18 and she's in her first semester at Harvard and this book basically is a is an autobiographical journey through the author's first year of college. It captures 
all of the heartache and humor and sort of self-aware erudite navel gazing that smart young person figuring themselves out is prone to there were parts of this book that made me kind of cringe with recognition i mean i i think that that was a pretty universal experience for anyone who remembers being in college and kind of figuring out how they fit into the world um there is travel, there is history, there is quite a lot of literature being referenced. There is puppy love, unrequited, and with all of its attendant confusions. There is a sojourn abroad that is quite enjoyable. We kind of end up meandering along to a conclusion that is amusing without being particularly groundbreaking and i think that that is the way a lot of coming of age stories go and i appreciated this novel for its kindness for its genuineness as well as for its intelligence and i wanted more from from this protagonist and luckily uh leif bodgman is delivered and uh there is a new uh, installment in in uh, her journey, um, which uh, just came out this year. It's called Either Or, and it is just came out a couple of months ago, so still in hardcover and, and follows a slightly older, slightly wiser protagonist uh, through her second year of college. So if you enjoy this sort of thing, there's more. Um, but The Idiot, um, definitely worth a look. But if, uh, if, if you're really stumped, um, either Cindy, hi Cindy, or uh, whoever's out there listening thinking, yeah, I want that. What, what, what she said, you know, this might be a job for that book that I recommend all the time, a lot to everybody who asks me this question. So I'm really sorry if you've, have I talked about this book on this show before? I don't know. You might have. I might have. But if we're saying again, the, the, the book is city of thieves by David Benioff. This is a historical novel, check. Action, adventure, intrigue, check. Not scary, check. Romance, yeah, but not too much romance. Not mushy. Happy ending, check. Set during the siege of Leningrad, our protagonist is a 13 or 14 year old boy. He's in the wrong place at the wrong time and finds himself arrested and thrown in the slammer with a dashing slacker and self-styled intellectual you know the type, who has deserted, of course, from the Soviet army. The Soviet army is entirely not happy about this, and will be executing both prisoners in the morning. Unless, of course, they can procure a dozen eggs for a colonel's daughter's wedding cake. Now, this is Leningrad after several months of siege, there is no food anywhere. People are eating shoe leather, and the idea of a grocery run is pretty much a suicide mission. But, you know, if you're going to be executed anyway, you might as well accept such a thing. And so our hapless crew is set loose onto the frozen plains of nowhere to find some eggs. As I say, hijinks ensue. And uh, this novel is hot it's well paced it's funny as all get out um and it's gentle 
in its way. Uh, you will cry at the end, especially you, Cindy. Uh, I cried at the end. But they were tears of joy and satisfaction and uh, a realization that all of the things that I had kind of been keeping in my head throughout the relatively brief uh, 250 or so pages of this book were all of a sudden going to come together in one perfect little ball and just be delivered right at my feet. So save that one up for a rainy day. If you are really stumped, City of Thieves by David Benioff will probably scratch that itch for you. It is, it's a really good book. I have to. I'm going to I'm going to give that one a thumbs up too. So, today in response to Cindy's question about a great book cuz she's always looking for them, we have let's start with Emma. I recommended The Bodyguard by Catherine Center. I recommended My Sister the Serial Killer by Oyinkin Braithwaite. I recommended The Den by Abby Maxwell and or The Dollhouse by Fiona Davis. And I recommended The Idiot by Elif Bachiman. And if all else fails, City of Thieves by David Benioff. And with that, we end this episode. Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, CATV Upper Valley Media Community, and these three fabulous Upper Valley bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, email us a question or send us a voice memo at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or contact any of these fabulous stores using your preferred social media method. We are all here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us. See you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to this Jam podcast. If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org. That's uvjam.org.